Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome back to Grace Together. Last week, we talked about excuses, the many excuses that we can come up with for not gathering together and how we could overcome some of those things. Um, this week, we're pro- going to talk about probably the, the biggest excuse that people make for not having uh, people over, and that is, I just don't have enough time. Damon, how do we make time or how do you make time in our life for hospitality? Well, uh, I think you put it on the calendar. You schedule it. Um, we schedule everything else um, in our life. We schedule uh, sporting events for the, for the kids. We schedule um, our work day. Um, we schedule uh, special events that are going to happen. We put things on the calendar, um, and then we have something to go by and, and we stick to it. We know that something's coming up, so then we have uh, are able to prepare and uh, not only just prepare physically, but prepare our hearts and our minds for uh, for the event, whatever's going to going to take place. So. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, we've experienced in our own life that when we sit down and we make a plan. And then we put it on the calendar, we follow through with it. But if we have, you know, an idea and we say, well, we're going to do this, but we don't ever write it down, we don't ever put it in a place of importance, then we don't, we just don't do it. We keep saying we're going to do it, but we just don't do it. Yes. And then, uh, you know, if you put it on the calendar, don't cancel it, just stick with it and do it because the, the blessings that'll come from it um, are far outweigh you know any anything that uh, could have taken its place. So um, yeah, I think if you're uh, if you're interested in really engaging in hospitality, if you're interested in making the effort to have people in your home and begin to really build your community, one of the things that Damon and I have done and that we really recommend that people do is a vision retreat. Damon, can you share a little bit about what a vision retreat is and why we do it? Yeah. So um, often Neva and I will just take a, a long weekend where we'll get away from our normal environment um, and spend some time together. And it's, and it's a, um, it's an intentional time uh, where we talk about uh, how our life is going and we, we, kind of talk about some future goals that we want to achieve. And it allows us, uh, what this does, is it allows us to um, look at things uh, that we're currently doing uh, in our life that are just distractions and don't really hold any true value to our future. And so we kind of write this stuff out and we pray about it and, um, and then we intentionally get rid of some of that stuff. And that helps us to create margin uh, in our life to do the things that we'd like to do, that we enjoy to do, and the things that are really important. Uh, because all too often we allow um, the urgent uh, chores and necessities in our life to overshadow what's important. And I can't uh, overemphasize how important it is uh, that we uh, gather together uh, with friends, family, and neighbors. You know, in our personal life, what we have found is that when we go on a vision retreat and when we, you know, really look at every area of our life, we look at our marriage, we look at our family, we look at our finances, we look at our time, it really um, allows us to strip away some excuses. It allows us, you know, if there's an area financially that 
we know needs to change, but because we haven't looked at it, we've made excuses for why it, it looks like that. You know, that gives us an opportunity to shift it. So I think that whatever it is that you would like to do in your life as we're, you know, in the new year, it's important to take the time to make a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of the new year, I mean, what a great time to begin um, looking at how you can incorporate the practice of hospitality into your life. In the book of Matthew, Jesus told us that we must love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our mind. This is the greatest commandment. A second commandment is as equally as important, and that is to love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. What that tells me is that spending quality time with family, friends, and neighbors is almost as important as spending time with God. It is the only way to build a quality relationship with another person. That, you know what, Damon, that is really good. And I think, you know, even just uh, looking at that scripture where it talks about, you know, what's most important, right? I think sometimes we um, just don't let go of things. Sometimes, you know, there's things that we do because we like to do them. You know, we're, we're really guilty. We'll spend, you know, a, a period of weeks on vacation or, you know, go to a different place culturally. And while we're there, we'll say, gosh, we should stop watching TV at nighttime. Like how much time would we have if we didn't watch TV at nighttime? And, and, you know, we'll make this kind of, you know, mental and verbal declaration that when we get home, when we get to the real life, we're going to cut out nightly TV like we you know, regularly watch TV. And then we get home and we get into the chaos of our life. We get into all of, you know, everything that comes when we step back into our life. And we, um, and that goes out the window because by the time, you know, we hit seven o'clock at night, we're tired and we're ready just to veg. We're ready to not think anymore. And I think one of the things that we really had to, you know, personally, um, change in our life is the willingness to let some of the things that we would like to do from a recreational or a zoning, you know, just needing to get away perspective go in order to be intentional about having people into our home. Right. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you can't be intentional about uh, doing other things that you like to do or re- relaxing, just, you know, being quiet or whatever it is. If you like, you know, going to the gym, whatever it is. Uh, But again, schedule it, Uh, put it on the calendar, Uh, make it as important as you would uh, other things uh, in your life. Um, And again, the blessings will just, you know, pour out (laughs) on you for, for, uh, for doing what God calls us to do. So Neva, I see in our notes here that you have um, lower your expectations. What, what exactly do you mean by that? Well, so I think we've already talked about some examples uh, in the last couple of weeks, but just being willing to say, my house doesn't have to be perfect. My, you know, life doesn't have to be perfect. My yard, my food, everything doesn't have to be perfect to have people into our home. It's, it is not only okay, 
if the choice is to do it or not to do it, it's preferable to do it in the middle of a mess. And that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, And, 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 you know, get creative. I mean, you know, if you're, if you're in the middle of a home remodel and, and you just can't have people into your home because of, you know, construction situation or, you know, or maybe you have a small home and you have, you know, extended family members living with you. And, and it's just, it's overwhelming to think of trying to cram more people into your home. Then, you just have to lower your expectations and figure out what does work for me. How can I still host people? There's not anything wrong with saying, hey, you know what, you guys, we'd really love to have you over for dinner. But unfortunately, our house is in a place right now that we can't do that. How would you feel about, you know, meeting up for dinner somewhere and just hanging out or in, you know, warm weather, how would y'all feel about taking the kids to the park and doing a picnic at the park? Or, I mean, just, there's so many ideas, so many creative things that you can do that still allow you to practice hospitality and, um, serve others, even if it doesn't look exactly like you think it should, or like it might look for somebody else. Yeah, right. The, um, the thought that um, you know we are the only ones that that um, you know have messy lives or experience you know uh, the chaos of, of a day um, is just uh, completely false. You know we are all in the same boat. We all have you know a lot of the same struggles that we are dealing with um, and have to overcome at things. So. Um, Thinking that, you know, whoever you invite over that their house isn't a mess on a regular basis, I can pretty much guarantee it probably is, you know. I mean, there may be a few people (laughs) that their house is not ever like our house, but. What do you mean like our house is not ever? I mean, like their house is really clean all the time and ours isn't. Oh, are there other people like that? I think so. (laughs) I think there are. (laughs) I'm sure that there are. In fact, I've been in a few houses like that. So, yes. And then, um, you know, you can also lower ex- your expectations on, you know, um, on the meal. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, an extravagant meal that takes you hours and hours and hours to cook or anything like that. Um, just simple comfort food. Uh, again, we talked about this last week that it's, it's really not about the food. It's about the time. It's about the time spent uh, engaging with other people. And, you know, you can do over tacos, you know, simple tacos. Um, and who doesn't love tacos, right? So just, you know, hamburgers, anything that just can be simple. It can be quick. Um, doesn't have to cost a lot of money uh, on any level. Um, again, it's, it's just about, about spending time with people. Um, the food is just a benefit and, and, and science proves that as you, as you eat, um, your body releases, you know, endorphins, happy, happy endorphins into your system. Uh, and so when you're eating and you're spending time with people, it raises your mood. It raises the, the atmosphere uh, on a spiritual level. Um, and it just really allows you to connect, uh, and get to know one another. I think that you can, um, intentionally raise your expectations 
as far as just, you know, what your mind says as well. I think that it's really easy to get into a mindset of comparison as, you know, we're kind of talking about what our homes may look like or what food we might cook. And I think that it's very important to just kind of get rid of all that in your mind and not be focused on the comparison of your life over somebody else's life, but really lowering your expectation down to the place of, you know, we're just people. And as much as some things in my life might appear, you know, really good and, and like I'm doing it really well, there's as many things that, that aren't as good and I'm not doing as well. And so when you, when we bring ourselves kind of to that same level with other people and say, just because our house is perfect, you know, I'm sure there's other areas that, that it's not perfect. And, and just stepping forward with that kind of a mentality that you bring a lot to the table just because you are who you are, not because of anything that you have to give or have to say or what your home looks like or your food looks like. Yes. Um, also, the more you you engage um, in the practice of hospitality, the easier it becomes for you. Um, the you will you will get into a rhythm. Uh, you'll get into um, a kind of a habit of uh, preparation. Um, you will, uh, you know, you may over time, you know, purchase things that help add to the atmosphere of your home. And again. We're not talking about expensive quality things. I mean, Neva bought a little plaque here the other day. It cost like, you know, seven bucks or something. And it just adds to the atmosphere uh, of the house. Um, so, but as you, as you practice hospitality more and more, you'll get into a rhythm uh, and it'll, it'll become an enjoyable rhythm. And pretty soon you'll be like, wow, I can't wait until, you know, they come over uh, this weekend so looking forward to serving them and spending time with them. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for joining us today at Grace Together. Please like us and follow us on social media and become a part of our community. I'm sure, as we've said before, that you have lots of ideas and thoughts and, and tactics that you go about when you invite people into your home, and we would love to hear about them. So please um, share, comment, ask, so that we can all engage in this conversation on community. See you next week on Grace Together. Gather.